Hey, hey, everybody, Kevin here with Pursuing Pixels, and welcome back to another edition of Save It for the Cast. And as per usual, I'm going to be kicking the ball over to John Randall and I for a little chit-chat in just a little bit. I will say this week we kind of lean more into, like, just the life and kind of music, just kind of general chit-chat. We get into some, like, Nintendo indie world stuff from, like, the most recent, which is at the time we recorded this at the end of uh, April. You know, not all that recent anymore, but the most recent still, I think, uh, Nintendo uh, Indie World showcase that they had, which we were all kind of like, eh, not too much uh, to see here. But uh, yeah, not too much video game chit chat on the back end. But yeah, all sorts of uh, fun, uh, fun and not so fun discussion. Uh, you know, it's just kind of, again, life stuff too, but uh, fun to, uh, conversation nonetheless. But uh, yeah, unlike the last few Save It for the Cast, uh, where I've been like, oh, I don't know what I've been playing. I haven't had much or, you know, have wanted to save the stuff that, uh, John Randall and I have all been uh, playing, you know, so we can sync up and discuss it all together. There is some stuff on that end as well that we'll uh, uh, be digging into on uh, future episodes coming up here. And I will say uh, we will have our uh, anniversary edition. We actually tried recording that uh, just uh, last week and uh, got about 45, 50 minutes through the episode, just about getting close to wrapping it up. And then Randall was like, wait a minute, my recording stopped like right when we started. So like, oh, God, well, thankfully, uh, you know, we kind of left uh, this one's going to be a little more open ended and a little more discussion. So it was almost like kind of a good warm up to, uh, you know, it's given us some more uh, topics that we'd like to discuss when we sit down to re-record it. So it'll be a little bit after our proper, you know, four year anniversary, but we'll be celebrating nonetheless. And, uh, you know, well, we are celebrating pretty much right on cue uh, um, or what we are celebrating pretty much right on cue is our uh, Pursuing Pixels James Jam Game Gam uh, number two, the second annual. We did it last year uh, to celebrate our three year anniversary. And then, you know, I'm going to try to host it every single year and uh, got about 10 hours left at the time of recording this uh, intro here, at least. And uh, yeah, there's already 21 submissions. We had just under 50 submissions uh, last year. We had about 200 people sign up this year. We had 225. Uh, so we'll see, uh, you know, again, 10 more hours to get some games across the finish line, but already really, really impressed with all the stuff I've been seeing in the discord and uh, with all the stuff I've been seeing on Twitter and, you know, just all the stuff people have been sharing the submissions so far. I haven't played any of them, but uh, just yet, but I'm going to be streaming uh, in the coming week uh, pretty much every game that I can, you know, as long as I don't have any technical issues or whatever, if there just ends up being way too many for me to squeeze in over the course of the week, we'll just see how, uh, how it goes pretty much. But in uh you know preparation for doing all those streams i was like okay i've been a little bit out of you know the loop with uh not only just playing games but doing streams and stuff uh lately so i've been hopping on and playing a ton of games lately and i just want to give a quick shout out to a few that i've been uh you know just absolutely loving and uh, a couple from uh some developers that i really really love and have mentioned before uh the first one being harley wilson they just put out a, i shouldn't say just but a couple months ago put out this game called cleaving caliber and once again i've, I've mentioned their games on the podcast and not all of them are but many of them are like breakout arkanoid inspired or kind of like twists on that you know formula uh there's like a bowling inspired one uh all just all sorts of one, one where you're like climbing up to heaven or falling down deeper to hell. There's just all sorts of variations on the, uh, you know, for lack of a better word, formula. Uh, but this cleaving caliber, you actually play as like the the ball, you know, for again, lack of a better word, that's like bouncing up and down is actually you play as like a, a cop or like a detective and like the ball, you're actually like driving like a little police truck on the bottom. But the ball is like kind of like a sniper scope. And then these enemies will like pop out of the windows. It's got like an NES really like eight bit. Uh, pretty, pretty true to NES aesthetic, uh, as far as I can tell. 
um, on all fronts, sound and uh, whatever. And yeah, the sound is just amazing. It's kind of like more of like a tech demo because it does just kind of end like for a second. I was like, wait, what's going on here? Like, I, why, why did this second level, you know, start over again? I thought I was moving on, you know, in the game. So it seems like it's maybe, uh, you know, they might work on it further. It seems like that's, you know, tends to be the case with a lot of their uh, projects. They're just kind of like a little proof of concept. And I don't know if they plan on uh, working on them further. But this one here has just so much polish. Uh, yeah, I was I was almost like shocked that it like kind of didn't have, a, you know, proper ending just because it was so polished. But uh, apart from that, I just cannot recommend the stuff from Harley Wilson enough. Unfortunately, they actually uh, I shouldn't say unfortunately, because, you know, obviously this is just what they wanted to do. They kind of cleaned up their page and took down. They had like dozens and dozens of games uh, or at least, you know, multiple dozens. I guess that's the same thing as dozens and dozens. <laughs> But uh, they kind of cleaned it up and like have like only I'm, I'm assuming their personal favorite games. But there were a few of my personal favorites and I'm like, oh, man, it's not uh, up there anymore. Uh, but, yeah, they still have just a slew of really, really awesome games on their uh, page. And then on to another developer that I've raved about. Uh, I feel like ad nauseum at this point, but Cultisti uh, just I played one of their games during uh, or kind of at the end of uh, stream recently uh, called Snack Lips or Snake Lips. It's a. Uh, Another like uh, twist on an arcade classic, you know, snake where you run around and, you know, up, down, left, right and eat the fruit and your snake extends. This is kind of like you play as this snake made out of moons <laughs> and then kind of reminds me a lot of their previous game, Curse Ball. Uh, but it's like, again, that top down kind of perspective. You go up, down, left, right. This game also gives you the ability to jump and it like takes snake and just ups the ante to like the 10th degree. It's just like so frantic and you're just moving so fast and you just got to collect like all the stars to rebuild the constellations, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but just once again, with Cultisti's games, like the presentation is out of control. The menu screen, like you're kind of like almost like in this little like, I don't know, like world that you can like go in and like just kind of like, oh, let me click on the cat. And that's the settings menu. It, it tells you what it is, too. It's a little bit more intuitive than just being like randomly clicking on stuff. But just like a really fast and frantic uh, take on snake where like, yeah, there's like different projectiles and these moons on the side of the screen. I wasn't really, there's like this candle that you have to keep lit. And I wasn't a hundred percent sure other than just collecting the stars and dodging, you know, taking damage, you know, either hitting yourself or getting hit by like these different laser beams or moons that just come flying at you. Uh, but I wasn't a hundred percent sure like what you can do to like prolong. I was like, it's, it's everything was just happening so fast. I was just like, Oh my goodness. Um, and then just another developer that I absolutely love that I actually streamed quite a bit of this game. I uh, ended up getting pretty stumped. Uh, the game's called Hellgeneers, uh, and the developer is Johan Peets or Pites. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but uh, they are uh, like a Pico 8 wizard, uh, Pico 8 fantasy console, that is. And Hellgeneers was developed on that platform. They also have made like this uh, program called Pico CAD, uh, which is basically like CAD software, but on the Pico 8 uh fantasy console and then they have this pico synth uh tool uh they actually just kind of recently like updated their patreon uh or maybe just opened a patreon i'm not 100 percent sure but uh they were kind enough to send a copy of this our way and uh hellgeneers that is and i just decided to fire it up uh, on a stream it's one that i've been meaning to play for a couple months now or at least a month i feel like it's been out for a while and uh yeah a couple of our pals in the chat were like uh throwing out suggestions it's basically like a bridge building game like kind of similar to like i guess bridge constructor i know there's like a few different uh takes there's like a portal version of that game and a few different there, there's other games that have done this over the years but it's very like physicsy in that regard and it's all about like you know placing your different materials in the right place and supporting the 
bridge, you know, from the right, uh, you know, you're kind of like playing as these little like devil minions that are on these mine carts and you just got to like bridge the gap over these lava pits and you're uh, presumably <laughs> in hell here and just try to get, you know, your work done or whatever. And you can build like draw bridges. I didn't get that far into the game quite that far, I should say. Uh, I got maybe like 12, 13 levels in and there's 40 levels in this game and it was really starting to get challenging, even with some advice from you know, other people saying, hey, try this, try that. I was like, oh, my God, this is really getting tricky here, at least for me. You know, um, it really seems like I, for me, it, you know, physics and games like I just kind of struggle with that a lot of times. But in spite of struggling with it, I really was having a good time. And then uh, apart from, you know, this game, I didn't get to stream and I've only uh, had a chance to play a tiny bit of it. But I just picked up uh, Post Void on uh, Switch last night. I noticed that it was only six bucks and I was like, oh, I got three dollars worth of uh coins or whatever the points are called on switch so i was like oh that covers half the half the price here so i'm gonna scoop this up uh it was published on switch by uh super rare games but uh it was uh developed by the folks that made the game sea salt i think it's ycjy games i could be uh wrong about that but some combination of those letters or or something close to that anyways but uh this is like the fastest and most frantic game like make snake lips or snack lips or however you want to say that uh from cultisti look like a you know, cakewalk, which is most certainly is not, but post void is like super fast and frantic. Like even the pixel art is just so like definitely a game where like, there's like a visual warning, even in the trailers, like, Hey, you know, this, this could cause (laughs) headaches and seizures. So there's, there is that downside. I don't think there's really much you could do to tone that down in this game, but it's just a crazy fast paced first person shooter, kind of like in the old school, like doom vein i guess uh for lack of a better comparison i've never really played a lot of first person shooters uh uh in my days so i don't have a ton to compare it to but it's like so so fast you basically just can shoot or you have this like slide mechanic kind of like a knee slide like similar to the game vanquish uh there's other games that do uh that kind of knee slide mechanic that you can speed up and you basically have this like health jug of like it's your idol it's like this like face i thought it was actually a grenade and all the screenshots you see but you have like your gun in your right hand and this idol in your left hand and like that's just constantly draining so you're just like running through these corridors as fast as you can kind of is like almost like a hotline miami like vibe going on not quite as gruesome well gruesome in the violence category but not quite as like just gross i guess <laughs> but uh yeah you're just like blowing away enemies like trying to get headshots and like every enemy you kill puts more juice or liquid or whatever back in the idol which lets you live longer and then you just it's a roguelike so you're just trying to like get to the end of each stage i think it like at least at the end of when you die it tells you like how many what stage you died on out of 14 i think or maybe it's 11 i can't remember but i've only made it to stage four uh is the furthest i've made it so far granted i've only played a tiny bit but it's one of those games where like you're not unlocking anything new you are getting a new buff at the end of each stage that you clear but you're not like oh i got this many points or at least not yet maybe i just haven't (laughs) played good enough yet but like not like oh here's this new play style or now you have this new weapon or these new power-ups, it's just kind of like straight up, you have to get better at this game. And there are, yeah, different weapons that you can get uh, at the end. There's usually one of three upgrades you can pick, like more ammo or quicker reloads or switch to a knife or an Uzi or a shotgun. I haven't even tried the shotgun yet because I'm just like, "Ah, I kind of like just firing away with this pistol at will. But again, it's just like a super fast and frantic. Like I loved how quick it was just like, I am in the action back in this game. Uh, or not back in this game, but just into this game right off the bat, like within the first, I don't know, 10 seconds, 35 seconds, there was like a little like opening cutscene or whatever 
uh, after you kind of get going and it shows you the ropes. But even even that was so fast. And I just <laughs> if you if you like fast, frantic, you know, like pick up and play action, I feel like it's just perfect for Nintendo Switch. Uh, again, if you're into that kind of like, you know, first person shooter. Well, even if you're not, because I'm not the biggest first person shooter fan, but I do love me some, uh, you know, frantic arcade action and kind of risk reward type gameplay, which that kind of just leans into that, just like, okay, I gotta, maybe I should just blow past this enemy and not worry about killing them, but I kind of need to kill them to refill my health, you know, can I make it to the end of the stage, so it's just kind of juggling, like, you know, what path you want to take and whatever, and, you know, I don't know, it's just an awesome game, (laughs) I'm really having a lot of fun with it so far, but I had a bunch of other games listed here, but I could honestly just ramble on and on and on, so maybe I'll save some of those for a future uh, episode, or uh, to chat with uh, with the guys, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna kick it over to John Randall and I uh, for some regular chit chat and yeah, a little bit of a video games talk. But uh, until next week, we will uh, catch you then and take care. So it's like the first time we haven't had a senior animal of some kind in, uh, I don't know, like 12 years. <laughs> so it's yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. You know, I said Charlie, but I, I think I was thinking of Tosh. I don't know if I ever met Charlie now that I think about it, maybe briefly when I was out there, but I don't know if you had Charlie. Uh, Not at that point. There. No, but yeah, you, you saw so. him like maybe once or twice in the background of, you know, when we were yeah, recording just the pod. Shuffle. Oh, yeah. 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 But no, after man, a while, we yeah. just like put the gate up. Like, no, Charlie, you can't. You can't be going up and down <laughs> the stairs, dude. This is not for you. Like, you you have a hard time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, pass along my condolences to Tina and Fiona too, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So she got to. Yeah, Fiona handled it really well. So I was like, good. Oh, yeah, Charlie's That's not good. Around. That's okay. good. Yeah, I wasn't sure how that was That's going good. to go, but that that was very smooth, actually. That's great, man. Yeah. That's great to hear. Yeah, because yeah, that's always a. A you know, fun wild card. Yeah, like hurdle of parenthood of like, oh great, now my my child understands death. The concept but. of death. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> Dang man. Dang. <laughs> Am I going oh. to die? Not for a long time. You know, that's, that's the <laughs> yeah. idea. <laughs> Good. Yeah. All that well, fun to, stuff. Uh, to to keep it on a sort of I, I guess downer but also but kind of positive note yeah uh out of like I was just like you know I've been like sitting around at home and like you know I do my exercises for part of the day and I you know I've been like donating plasma a couple yeah. times a week to like and I'm just like you know what I'm just gonna like see how easy it is to sign up for DoorDash and like see if I can just start doing that to make a few bucks and see see if it's worth the yeah. while to do you know like how it is because I was like if it really is just as simple as like turning it on and turning it off and like, you know, just doing it. And I was like, maybe it won't be as stressful, not in the city and stuff or whatever. Yeah. So I've done it a few days and I've made like 400 bucks or so in like, it's not, it ends up being like, it's not great. It's definitely like, it ends up being 15 to 20 bucks an hour, but then you're putting all the miles on your car, using buying a ton of gas. It's like, you know, but at the same time, it's like, Hey, I haven't had any money coming in for a long time. And most of the day, even what, you know, it's not like I can work, do my exercises and physical therapy all day. So, mm-hmm. you know, the depressing part was like, I was sitting there like crunching the numbers, like 
how much delivery driving would I have to do to move out of the, my parents' house, right. you know? But I'm just like, I, when I actually had my appointment today with the doctor and she was like, you know, she was like, it's great that you're doing that, but just look at it as like a stepping stone to like get getting back out there and more like, hey, you're putting your toes back in the water. 100%. And oh, yeah. getting active again or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, that's a, that's a better way to look at it as opposed to like, going, okay, like this really isn't that much money. And then, you know, my car is like running into the ground and, you know. It's not a means to an end. It is just a, like, yeah, a thing to do. Yeah. I do think for what it's worth, I do think like if you got into the right rhythm and groove and knew like, hey, these are the busy times, like you probably can make decent money. Like these are the busy areas. These are the busy times and just do it. But I'm like, I don't want to have that hustling, crazy schedule lifestyle again. Like that's yeah, a, like you'd have not to, necessarily the reason I got have a to restaurant. make it a job. Like, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Devote your time and energy to like developing those skills instead of doing anything else. Right. Exactly. The only thing that I, that is nice about it, like, you know, I've just been cruising around, listening to music and like added a couple songs to our pursuing pixels playlist nice. and like, um, uh, which John loaded up with some good ones. Actually, thanks to John finally loading up that uh, Emperor X. Uh, Dude, I think you put a couple so songs. Good. I listened to that album. Oh my god, man! It's it's, it's amazing, unbelievable. There, it kind of falters in the middle a little. There's like those two or three tracks that are kind of just like. You know what you mean? Uh, the, uh, the, you don't dig the just like just singing for like the like with a bunch of like empty space in between each like uh and there's like some kind of like i don't know if they're like gunshot noises or like Mm -hmm. doors close some kind of weird sounds and then like even that like hummingbird song is just okay and like the one the track (laughs) before that track you were talking about is just okay but then like the five or six tracks that open the album and then the last track are just like absolutely phenomenal unbelievable yeah and i was Ooh. not expecting i think i texted this but i was not expecting those like kind of songs for silverman vibes are you familiar with that album from ben folds oh yeah which i still don't get that comparison like i, I don't just like think the kind of like chill <laughs> piano like particularly on rojava punks so i was listening to that yes. song when i okay. texted that like i was like and like the pop yeah okay no, i was that, like picturing like ben folds and weird al harmonizing in the studio and like yeah. <laughs> i don't know if you knew that weird al did some backing vocals on one of the tracks on songs for silver i didn't know that either that's incredible i think on landed if i'm not mistaken whatever like the big single was on that album i'm pretty sure weird al did some some that, harmonies that's great yeah i was well, like it's pretty cool that they're friends also on the topic of unbelievable uh, I did want to wait till for both of you guys to be on. I put it in the private parts channel oh, I might just have now. It. No, just now. Okay. Um, are you familiar with the original version of Betty Davis's eyes? Yes. The like the non chipmunk version. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. No. The original, not the Kim Carnes version. There's a version that's from the 70s that the original songwriter wrote. And I, I don't put know. It, I put it in the Discord and it is unbelievable in the sense that I could not believe what I was listening to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's a, uh, a little treat for you. That's great. Weren't you the one, John, that was talking about like the Spotify stuff with like the AI song artists and you were or you were like saying, like, I think they just like make up fake artists for me or whatever. Uh, oh, my cousin. 
Like, like they just like make stuff for me or whatever. And like, or like, they're just like putting stuff into my feed or whatever. Um, my cousin just sent me like this Twitter thread where somebody was like, I just found 40, like I made a playlist of 49. Like I found this same song on Spotify from 49 different artists on 49 different albums. Like they're all attributed to different composers and whatever. And it's like literally the same exact song. Mm -hmm. And I think all the album art's just like stock images and stuff like that. And it's just like, I'm like me and my cousin were texting like, God, it's already hard enough to make it as a real band as it is, you know? Yeah. Uh, Or a real artist or whatever. And it's like, oh, now you got to weed through all of this crap that's on Spotify. Because why bother paying an actual person for anything if you can just get AI to churn it out? Oh, no. Procedurally generate. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Is that so this is a thing now? This is I mean, artificially generated. Apparently, yeah, it's songs. just AI music that people it's not, are sure. it's or at least not that's AI. the presumption. It's like, it's, but it is uh, like shell corporations owned by Spotify yeah. that they put on their uh, like top like playlists. So like they, they get then the they like gets put in the algorithm. Oh, that's right. I remember you talking about and then, that. Yeah, like, yeah, it's bad. It's Although just, that's, I mean, is that that much different than what radio was for no, music in the music industry for years and years? Right, but it's the <laughs> yeah. under the guise of like, or people understand have an understanding of like AI is objective and, and like it's like this is all like we've removed the human element to it. It's like, no, you fucking have it. Like that's, yeah, that's a gross misunderstanding of what AI is. And it's made by people and it's executed by people. And like, Mm. it's going to have the same biases and motivations that the people who made it will have. Oh boy. Yeah. I guess I just meant in the sense that it's just like, yeah, like you said, procedurally generated, like just churned out, like, okay, just press the button, press play. Come on. Some of the like pop song and like country pop song structure shit. That's, that would be so fucking easy to just auto generate with AI stuff. It's in fury. Like, so Lauren watches a couple like, uh, reality tv shows while she's making art because it's something that she can just have on in the background and not pay attention to absolutely but like every time that like a song that is put on like that that is the most generic shit i've ever heard Mm -hmm. in my life and it's grading like it's Mm -hmm. like that like i want to pay the licensing fees for you know whatever it's just let's get some cheap oh it's it's a nightmare yeah, my mom and sister watch some of those. So, yeah, I've caught a few of those myself and just like, what is this music? Like if you like if it's actually you almost notice it more when you're kind of tuning out the show, you know, and you're just not which is what I'm usually doing. If I'm in the room, I'm like playing my switch or something while it's on in the background and just like, OK, this is just nauseating the music. I mean, we were kind of having that conversation and or like something like that when we were up in Madison with uh the. Uh, one of the gallerists who Lauren works with and like we were at an Airbnb together and we were very drunk and high at the thing. And we were just like, (laughs) like yelling about how miserable, like, the airbnb art was because it was just <laughs> shit you that you would buy in home goods or uh-huh. like and like especially since we went up there for an art show and we're just like yeah just fucking go to an <laughs> undergrad go to a local place and just throw money at like some poor college kids you're right. at least gonna get decent art and then yes. you're going to actually support people who will make things like right 
<laughs> go buy some original art and it probably costs like less than a hundred dollars a piece potentially mm-hmm. from yeah folks like that that are just wanting to get their stuff out there wanting to yeah. get a sailor too right yeah instead you get the fucking just the worst cheaply made mass-produced shit and i mean that was definitely the case at that airbnb that you visited us at kevin because it had like it yeah. was a lake house so of course all yep. over it had to say lake house life yep. is better by the lake lake town isn't yep. lake life great like all just like just <laughs> like you're on vacation you over here. the head like yeah. did you know that there's a lake right there I, yeah i did know that there was yeah. a lake right there Although, yeah, would, it's a little obnoxious. I would fucking love it if they did have the, of course I come fast. I've got fish to catch. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> oh, brother. Yep. Oh, brother. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, to be fair, I didn't really notice it, but That's because I was we took only all there. Down. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, just like just none of this. Not letting this rain on our vacation. No, maybe. we Tina rearranged like that whole place and took down all that shit that was in. Yeah, the you guys set it up nice. I yeah. was shocked. And you were like, "Hey, we just we just moved everything around." And I was like, "Man, they set this up nice." You're like, "No, we did. Yeah, <laughs> we redecorated." But like, you were there for what? Like almost two, two weeks. weeks. So yeah. it's like, yeah. yeah, yeah, two weeks. Yeah, like make it livable. Yep. you know, or make it comfortable. Yeah, yep. get rid of the psychic it was obviously damage livable. <laughs> as much as possible. <laughs> oh exactly. man. too funny yep too funny oh man so i have not played a single game other than everybody's golf since like for weeks so i'm excited to talk some more about that beyond what i just mentioned on like that one save it for the cast episode briefly dude so since also basically since friggin madison i've been playing fantasy life and nothing else like yeah i mean and splatoon but man yeah just sucked in. Yeah, I guess I've done a couple. Eh, yeah, I've done a couple Mario Kart sessions. Right. Oh man, I I cannot wait to talk about Fantasy Life. I really want to hear to, about that. I'm, I'm really ex- save it. I'm really excited too. This is actually one of the first times that I like. Ju- I was just playing. Like I got home from doing like the door dashing and stuff around like eight or whatever, and I was like, oh, I got a little time. Play a few more rounds. I just unlocked one more course on everybody's golf. So nice. see if I can squeeze in a round on that one before uh, we play. I haven't done like just play like right before we record a podcast in a while. I'm always like setting stuff up or scrambling around or, you know, doing whatever. So I was like, Oh man, it feels nice. Like having that refresher right before recording. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. What's everybody drinking. I've been also leaning into my old manness, and I'm just like, Oh, tonic water is so sweet. (laughs) Sweet. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I mean, I, I it think, has a it has a lot of sugar in it, but I always think it's pretty bitter. I don't know. Like, it's just something about it. Like, also, like yeah. just putting it with vodka or gin is like a great mixer. And yeah. I'm just like, goddamn, that's a. It was something I was not expecting to be like. You know, tonic might be my favorite mixer. You know, I will <laughs> say I got into because I would always drink the gin and tonics at uh, our boss fight shows or Malo shows or Same. whatever. Because like, hey, if we get a drink ticket, like. I can either get a PBR or I can get a well drink you oh, know, yeah, or whatever. It's like, well, drink. I'm obviously going to cash yeah. this in, baby. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I would do the gin and tonics and stuff. But the reason I started drinking the gin and tonics is when I worked at Little Bad Wolf, like they actually like made the tonic from like scratch, oh, like the sweet. syrup. Like it was like lemongrass. There was like 25 different ingredients or 15 or whatever. It was like lemongrass, all these different things. And they like yeah. soak it for like weeks and weeks and then make this extra rich, simple syrup. And like and they were just like. 
hey, you're, if you're going to bartend, you got to try it. And I was like, OK, I'll take a sip. And I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. And they put like a huge like mint sprig sticking out of it. So it's like you're smelling that while you're drinking it. It's just like, nice. man, this is this is good shit. So, yeah, I got kind of hooked on them after that. Lemongrass yeah, is good. Yeah, it is. I love the smell of it. Me too. too. I used to love prepping that. I didn't do it very often, but like every now and then when we were like way behind on like making it as like, oh, because you had to like age, age it or whatever you want to call it. You had to like soak it for multiple, multiple days. Um, So it was like, yeah, like you almost had to like make or actually because we made our own bitters, too. I'm kind of I might be mixing up the two, but the process was sort of similar. I remember we had we were always like you had to be way ahead, you know, like a week ahead kind of. Right. Because it would take a while to age them. With that so, baby age. Yeah. Best I kind of miss the bartending stuff. I like I don't miss the lifestyle and the hours and whatever. But like the other day I was thinking like my mom was like, oh, I'm, I'm she was going out with a friend and she was like, I might get like a Cosmo or something. And I was like, man, I don't think I know how to make that anymore. Like I used to know, like I was telling her what was in it. And I was like, actually, I don't know if I know. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't make a ton of them at the bar I worked at, but every now and then. But yeah, I guess it was one that every I would always like, oh, let me take a peek at my phone real quick just to make sure I remember how to make it. Yeah. But what about you, Randall? What are you drinking? I uh, got uh, the last can of stout uh, from some local local ish breweries in the state anyway. And uh, yeah. I topped it off with some box wine on top of it. So, yeah. Whatever. Ooh. <laughs> stout Ooh, and interesting. wine. Man. <laughs> hey, man. That is. Gotta live uh, it up. Ooh, that is a John mix if I've ever heard. Like, <laughs> we gotta have both of these. We gotta finish them up. Yeah, I'm just like why not? not? I can increase the APV of my of my beer. Um, yeah, without getting up, and uh, this is what I have. I've been doing that a few times too. Like I was uh, the other day, we were actually yeah doing like playing a Mario Kart on uh, just like FaceTime or whatever with my buddies, and I was like, all I had were those uh, sour gozas that I think I mentioned last yeah. time we recorded. I was like, man, these are only four and a half percent. So I was like, let me just take a quick sig and pour a little Tito's in here and uh, give it a little spiked. You know, it's because it goes as almost like a seltzer, you know, like a flavored seltzer practically. So I'm like, good enough for me. A bit of soury in it. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Sour flavor. Yeah. But I'm like, they're all they're all like peach flavored. So I'm like, okay, this is or peach or mango or whatever. Um, But. Pretty good stuff. Yeah, I think after I got a two hearted right now and then nice. after I finish this, I'm almost done with it. And then after I finish this, I'll probably have a poppy with some uh, booze in it. There you go. Splash. Yeah, it's a good move. You want to start with Resident Evil 4 as like I was a just going to say that. Yeah, I was sure. just going to say that. Um, I can do that. Would it make sense to transition from that into Mighty Doom or would you want to no! sp- spread your stuff out? I don't want to talk gotta, that much. Come on, you got to you got to spread the Randall around. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's often Randall's Randall coming on with the front two, side. With two games, Randall's coming with two games. I know, it's not often. Although that's the heavy not true. Lifting. I feel like I feel like lately yeah i've been playing like nothing lately man um Randall been really itching gamer. to do a stream we've had a few really cool games sent our way like stuff that like i would like checked out the game jam game and now it like released on steam and they're like hey you checked out our game on steam so or uh the game jam game so here's a copy you know we sent it a couple like that moon leap game i don't know if you guys 
Uh, I feel like I've maybe shared it before, but it's like just like a kind of Game Boy Color looking puzzle platformer where every time you jump, it changes from day to night and there's like different puzzle elements and it's kind of like a just a single screen puzzle platformer kind of thing but there's like some screen wrapping cool whatever but yeah the developer was like hey i'm you know remember when you checked out the game jam version so here's a copy of the steam release i just released it yesterday i was like ah that's so cool man like not not well i mean it's cool that they sent us a copy too but it's like extra cool that it's like i don't know they thought like hey thanks for checking out our game jam game like i don't know yeah really like seeing stuff come full circle like that and like seeing a game like i've said a million times like turn from a game jam game into a full like commercial retail release is like okay that's just awesome it is awesome Ugh, i need to check out cards with personalities oh yeah yeah that game is fantastic stuff i know you played that gunsuit guardians trying to think what else what else somebody just sent to us too oh and did you guys watch that recent indie world before we get started. No, but I was here. looking at your recap in the... It was terrible. Like, usually I get so pumped. There's usually I'm usually like, oh, do I want to buy that game that just dropped right now? I'm like, this is a joke, man. Uh-oh. They did announce a new West of Loathing spinoff thing. Yeah. Like, I was, I know, I was kind of oh. like, I thought that guy, like, was in some controversy stuff. I don't even know yeah. what the deal is with that. But there's so. some kind of new game from them. Uh, yeah, there was a couple decently cool looking things but mostly just like like they the showed like, oh, that game yeah that game looks amazing to be honest animal well i think it was in development for quite a while it seems like people like know this game like even before donkey but yeah donkey animal was, crossing like, meets down well is that what they're no oh <laughs> what exactly i was like is that what they're that pitching it like? as i was like it looked kind of more like a metroidvania <laughs> almost like kind of like knit or uh hmm I don't know. It, it looked. Re- it has such a cool, like, kind of has like a hack aesthetic, like that okay, same okay. kind of CRT filter with yeah. that really like low res, like. But it's like a really cool, like neon CRT f- look. It's I don't know. It's, it looks awesome. I'm into it. Uh, almost like a light bright is what it kind of reminds me of, like hmm. the, like the way like everything's kind of pixelated. Maybe I'm you know I was watching it on kind of a small screen, but. Yeah, I thought it looked cool, but it was weird seeing, like, Donkey was, like, actually in person, like, in the Nintendo Indie World thing. Like, him and the developer, like, Donkey's like, hey, I'm Donkey from, what from YouTube. And then they're just like, but it was, like, kind of normal. Like, they didn't do anything super silly other than, like, the guy was just like, I've been, he was just kind of like a, almost like straight face. Like, I've been working on this game for four years and it's coming out soon. And, you know, just almost like, kind of like awkwardly. Yeah. Not enthusiastic i don't know it was, it was interesting but it was kind of like ah, eh, i'm at least glad to see that donkey's first their studio's first game seems like it's going to be an interesting one it's not just like oh i'm gonna publish some shit or yeah or right. uh, i don't know we'll see and being that it's a game that's being that's been worked on for so long i feel like that person wouldn't have signed on i don't know if it's just a solo or a small team or whatever but they wouldn't have signed on with like a some kind of crap deal right um Although I could be wrong. You never know. Who knows? People have been screwed over before. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the music industry from, you know. Yeah. Well, even mm-hmm. now. I was going to say from decades ago, but even now. <laughs> yeah. 